This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another Q&A edition of Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1175. I'm your host and narrator, Greg Audino, and I'm also a certified life coach and an advice columnist, which are backgrounds I obviously try to lean on when taking your questions like this each Saturday. And on this particular Saturday, we've got such a great question uh, about communication, and we're going to talk about some very clear-cut and practical strategies to communicate the right way in our relationships. I'm excited, so let's not wait a second longer. Let's begin the segment now and optimize your life. Hello, Greg. A lot of us married folks always hear the same thing about how to make it work. Communication. From what I've experienced, communication isn't always enough. There are many times I try to communicate with my husband, and friends will try to communicate with their husbands, all to no avail. Is there a right way and a wrong way to communicate? Ah, yes. I had to think we were going to get to this question eventually with how much I blabber on about communication. Uh, This is an awesome question. (laughs) Thank you for sending this in. Uh, I think you are spot on in what you're saying about communication not being enough. Yeah, we can communicate all day. We can say everything that comes to mind with no filter. But does that really do anything? Not necessarily. I guess it's not really mentioned, maybe because one would think it's implied, uh, that communication works best when it's received properly. What does that mean? Well, communication by itself is great. You can express your feelings, people get to know you better, and they have a more accurate idea of who you are. You also learn a lot about them, whether they communicate back openly or not. This strengthens our knowledge of one another, and the more knowledge we have of one another, the easier it is to know if the relationship is a good fit. When we're talking about couples, though, couples that want to stay together, Uh, And the drive to stay together is so strong that the thought of breaking up isn't even given a fair shake. Just saying what's on your mind and calling it a day will make you feel as though you've done your duty, but it won't necessarily mean progress. Have you done your duty? Mostly. Uh, But if the other person hasn't listened, there are still problems that need resolving. A lot of people in relationships have a hard time either communicating themselves or receiving the communication of their partners. This is okay when they have a hard time and are willing to work on it. If they're having a hard time and are not willing to work on it, let's just say the relationship has reached a threat level midnight, and I hope to God that reference landed on most of you. (laughs) If your partner will not communicate, you first want to do what you can to figure out why. Try to resist the urge to make a villain out of them without first understanding why they're stuck in this pattern. More often than not, 
they might have grown up around parents who didn't communicate effectively or their attempts to communicate in vulnerable situations in the past might have been shut down. Whatever it may be, uh, get to the bottom of it. Depending on what that is, there are a lot of tactics you can learn together to help them break that pattern. But I'm just going to save that for another episode if someone wants to ask that question because it's a long and different discussion. And today we are talking about what you can do to communicate effectively so your partner will listen rather than what you can do to get your partner uh, to communicate better themselves. Similar but different and we're on a schedule. For you, miss, as I said, uh, blurting out feelings is a good start, but a partnership doesn't stop there. To give your partner the best chance of receiving what you are saying, there are ways to structure these little presentations, if you will. First, let's remember that though partnerships are about the needs of two people, we all have to look after ourselves first. What that means is that when you're communicating, Don't shy away from letting your husband know the ways he will benefit from listening to you. The more they have an idea of how your feelings and your feelings being heard directly affects them, the better. For example, Honey, I don't like how mad you get when I have nights out with my friends, becomes, Honey, going out with my friends makes me feel more balanced and energizes me. That puts me in a better mood when I'm with you. This is a very basic scenario, and there are countless other benefits you could illustrate to your husband in this example, but you see how in a matter of one sentence, your husband has much more incentive to take these feelings seriously, as you've gone a level below the surface and given him a direct sampling of how both of you are affected. So let him know the results of not being heard, and put a positive spin on the communication by reminding him of clearly identifiable benefits that will be had if he is receptive to you. Second, let him know how he can be involved practically. Men especially tend to veer towards solving problems rather than just listening. So if he's assigned a deliberate task, he'll feel he's playing a role in this, and it will be concrete enough that he can see and feel progress being made. In short, he won't have to think too much. Uh, That goes a long way, and it also holds you accountable for telling him precisely what you need from him. So here's the evolution of this one. Uh, Phase one is getting in a huff about cooking and cleaning each night without so much as a thank you and taking it out on him indirectly. That's phase one. Phase two, the in the right direction but not quite there phase, is basic communication. It frustrates me that I cook and clean each night and that you don't contribute. Phase three, fully evolved is, it frustrates me to do all the cooking and cleaning each night. I'd feel much better if you do the dishes afterwards. Your husband has a clear assignment, he doesn't have to delve into feelings or an argument beyond what's necessary, and you two are working together. Boom. Finally, uh, remind him that you want to hear how he feels and hear about his needs. Even if he's not one to reciprocate communication like we mentioned in the beginning, It goes a long way to at least give him the option and remind him that you do care about his needs. This is the best stepping stone in having him communicate and listen to your communications. Setting the example and making him feel safe by giving him a platform to do the same. Okay. It also makes you come off as less self-centered, should he be thinking that. It reminds everyone that the needs of both parties are being looked after and that we want to understand one another first and foremost. 
This can be as simple as finishing your communication and then asking him, what do you feel about that? Or is there anything you want to get off your chest? And asking him in a non-judgmental manner, most of all. Should he respond, you then must listen and seek to understand rather than attacking. If you attack his feelings, they're only going to go right back into that bottle and the cap's going to be screwed on even tighter. Now, best of all, all these strategies, these three strategies, can be used together. Honestly, that's ideal. Uh, So let's look at the cooking example and see how we can put all these to use. Honey, it frustrates me to do all the cooking and cleaning each night. Basic communication, now add the first step and remind him of the effects and the benefits. It exhausts me, and if I had some help, I'd have more time and energy to spend with you afterwards. Now, add the second step of giving him a clear task. I'd feel much better if you do the dishes afterwards. And finally, the third step of encouraging his needs. Would that be alright with you, or is there another way we could compromise on this? And now, our delicious final product. A huff and some dishes thrown across the room becomes a very peaceful, very civil, Honey, it frustrates me to do all the cooking and cleaning each night. It exhausts me, and if I had some help, I'd have more time and energy to spend with you afterwards. I'd feel much better if you do the dishes. Would that be all right with you? Or is there any other way we could compromise on this? Proper communication is as much about you as it is about them. As a loving wife, husband, girlfriend, or boyfriend, sometimes relationships are about stepping in and helping our partners get out of bad patterns that are hurting us. Of course, these efforts have limits that we need to be aware of, uh, but communicating in an honest and encouraging way like this is a very basic and very important aspect to making things work. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, folks, it is, it's not common that we have Q&A episodes with such specific instructions from me, uh, but they can be supremely useful sometimes and balance out my normal approach of instead trying to focus on providing better questions. Uh, though I still hope today's episode provides the asker with opportunities for self-reflection. It should. If not, come on back. We can do it all over again. <laughs> Thank you for submitting a really, really great and practical question for all the couples out there, asker. Everyone, keep those questions of your own coming. We're always looking to hear from you guys. You can email me at advice at oldpodcast.com. Email your questions to advice at oldpodcast.com. You will hear from me. We will take them there and answer them for you on the show like we did today. So thanks for being here, everyone. I hope you have a great rest of your Saturday. And do be sure to come on back tomorrow as we return to narrating 
and where your optimal life awaits.